Hello, my name is Selena. And my name's Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Piping Hot. We are so excited that you're here with us. <laughs> we are so excited. I'm very excited for today's episode. I am, I'm not really sure what kind of mental state I'm in. I'm going to be honest. I took two separate naps today. <gasps> both Good for like you. 45 minutes long. I don't know what was happening. But like, here's my thing. I'm like scared to nap for a long time. So I set an alarm every 15 minutes, but then I keep resetting it. <laughs> what kind of weird thing is that? I don't really understand it, but I like partly feel rested, but I still feel really tired. So yeah, I mean, good for you for setting an alarm because like I don't and I like just trust myself that I'll wake up and then I wake up two hours later and I'm like, OK, <laughs> well, that's a problem. I'm afraid if I like shut off my light and didn't set an alarm, I would just like sleep the night away. But then I'd never get to actually sleep at night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. So, you're right. <laughs> yeah. How's your week going? It's going good. It is so busy at work I Dang. want to die like oh <laughs> I just my manager is out of town and she's mm. on vacation you know good for her she's living her best life that's great but it's almost like our clients know that she's out of town so they're mm. like oh she's out of town let's just give Selena every possible scenario for her to solve by herself like literally oh. last week I had nothing to do and suddenly like all of these things are popping up. I'm like, someone is out to get me. I swear. No, literally. So like, this is, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. yeah. And so I've just been so annoyed. And today, I just, I'm also so annoyed from today as well. Just because I work with, like, the stupidest people ever. And I'm just like, <laughs> I need, I need to have, I need to take multiple deep breaths. I had to. I had a come to Jesus moment while I was making my tea <laughs> earlier. I was just like, you know what, Selena? You're fine. You're okay. You yeah. got this. The day's over. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have to give yourself a pep talk and be like, okay, now I'm allowed to chill out. Like the work yeah. day is done. Like I need to just put it aside. Yeah. So. Nice. It's fine. And then I'm also in revising hell as well. You know, mm. it, my life is just like, imploding on itself. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I know. I like, let me just point something out. <laughs> when you started that rant, you said, oh, it was really good. And then proceeded to say why it sucked. So like, let's use a different adjective next time. <laughs> I just like to downplay things because mm -hmm. then mentally in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I'm mm -hmm. in, con I'm like gaslighting myself constantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, that's healthy i know right <laughs> oh my god that's really good that's really good but um yes i'm in revising hell i quickly revised my entire book in a week and a half and i'm gonna take a break touch some grass i tried to do some planning earlier this afternoon and i just like could not do it like it was pissing me off so i was like whoa mm. selena you need to take a step back like no I, literally i thought i was like okay to like go in and start revising even mm. though it's literally been less than 24 hours and i'm like no you need more time and i just i'm just like really anxious about it because i i messaged all of the agents who had liked my pitch yeah uh last week Yay. and yeah I, I told them i was like hey 
just to let you know, I'm going to submit it later because I'm making revisions. And like, mm-hmm. they've all been very understanding. They're like, yeah, take your time. And I'm like, okay, yes, I'll take my time. But I also have, I feel like this urgency to submit, you know? 100%. And like, as much as they say, take your time, you still want to be like timely about it. So like, yes, take a yeah. little longer than like a few days, like you were originally saying, but like, you also don't want to take all the time in the world because like while you want to like build off of their excitement. Yes, exactly. So I that's why I'm I'm feeling like so torn where it's like I have all the time in the world. I'm like, no, I don't. So yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to chill, go touch more grass. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the grass is very healing for you because I feel like I've heard that phrase so many times. That I'm like, that better be some good grass because like it's trying to solve all the I mean, problems. Archie and Cora eat the grass, so it better be <laughs> fucking nutrition, <laughs> nutritious and give me life like something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, any other life updates from you? Um, did I give up a life? I don't know. If you have it, <laughs> tell me. Those weren't words. Um, no, I don't think I have any life updates. I am going to Kansas this upcoming weekend to nice. surprise my whole family for my little cousin's graduation. <gasps> so oh my I'm really, really excited. Um, That's only amazing. my dad and my aunt know because I needed like someone to coordinate with, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, but I am very, very excited. And it just happens to be like my mom's birthday is weekend and it's Mother's Day. So I was oh, like, wow. this feels like a good weekend to like make the surprise. So oh. I'm going to do that. Um, what, what else? I don't really think there's any other updates because my life is kind of boring, so. Mm, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you judging me for my accent? No, no, your life is really boring. That's bloody awful. Yeah. Of you. Um, when, like, what days are you leaving? Like, when are you going to be out of town? Are you taking off work? So I'm leaving Friday night, so I won't miss any work. My flight may or may not come back Monday morning, and I may or may not be sick on Monday. I was too afraid to ask for it off. Because because I've already asked so much other time oh, okay. off for things. Okay. But but also, you deserve that time, and you, you have PTO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if I have any left, to be honest. I'm just oh. kind of, like, rolling with it because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> because after everything that happened with my yaya, yeah. you know, like I was gone so much. So, but it is what it is. Yeah. Oh my God. I sounded like Josh Gad. You know, oh. Josh Gad. What kind of fucking question is that? I don't know, Selena. You can't even remember people's names sometimes. Oh, so please. <laughs> I'm a fake fan, so I don't know anyone from anyone. <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> Bearclaw, you mean? That's his yeah. real name? <laughs> no, literally. That's his most important role, obviously. No, really, really. Um, but yeah, I should add that to my list of celebrity impressions. You should. We should make an episode of that, our celebrity impressions. I don't have any. Well, I'll learn one. I'll learn. Yeah. Okay, wait. If you have to learn a celebrity impression, whose would it be? Well, I think the easiest that I could do would are, would be Ariana Grande. Why? Because you could just go, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no. Can you, can you do a whistle note? Yeah. No. Oh, Thank was- you. <laughs> I know. 
You don't have to say anything. I know what you're thinking. It's really good. I know. It came out of nowhere. I've been hiding it. But shut up. Shut up. Don't ask. I'm so tired, but I've also had so much caffeine that I there's like two wars. Or yeah, two, there's a war in my you brain. You need to like cut touch the grass caffeine. and touch grass <laughs> because yesterday you were like this too. You were like, I had coffee and then I had this, this and I'm like shaking and I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a good segue into what we're drinking today. Yeah. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> You're drinking coffee. Yes, but um, this evening. This evening, I am <laughs> drinking coffee. But to be fair, I got this chocolate caramel coffee creamer and I really like it. And I'm, I wanted to actually have energy for this podcast. And look at me energy. <laughs> You're never going to go to sleep. You're ruining your schedule. Well, <laughs> what you going to do? The, the I, reality of this situation is I get shit sleep regardless. Okay, okay, I'm yeah. tired during the day regardless. Yeah. So I may as well wire myself up with some caffeine and live my life. Okay. Okay. That, yeah, you have every right to do so. Thank you. <laughs> what are you drinking today? I'm drinking motherfucking chamomile manuka honey vanilla tea. Because fuck these people at work. <laughs> fuck this fucking revision. <laughs> and fuck your judgment about this tea because I love it. It's not the tea. It's that that's all you fucking drink. Switch it up for the love of God. One day you're going to take a sip of that and you're going to be like, this is the nastiest shit I've ever drank. And you're going to ruin it for yourself forever. No, I won't. No, no, I won't. Wait. Just okay. wait and see. Okay. Just I like will. you have to wait and see to see how hot Colin is going to be in season oh, three. Oh, please. Uh-huh. Please. Oh, you know. I'm you sorry. Know. You've after, seen the pictures with after the After King the arms. George? No. Honey boo boo. Uh-uh. You he, can't tell me that smirk is going to be better than no. anything Colin can okay. give. No. You just have to wait and see. Give him a chance to no. come into his. You no. hated Antony. You hated Anthony first season. He was gross and crusty. Okay. And now we all love him. So? You're right, but I I was, like, willing to give him a chance. Colin, on the other hand, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> okay, well, you can be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to drink my coffee, and okay. you can drink your chamomile tea. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I was going to say that I can't drink coffee, like, Anytime past like 11 a.m. Or I will stay up all night. Wow. I know. I'm like old. <laughs> I guess I don't know what to say. But yeah. Okay. Cool. That's why I was like, you're drinking it now. You're yeah. literally drinking it now because that like yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. It's 7 p.m. Yeah, girl. Could backfire. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. What are you reading, watching, listening, consuming? I was going to start a book the other night, but I didn't. But I'm about mm-hmm. to start yours. What's it called? Yours truly by Abby Jimenez. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it. So I'm very excited to start that. It was my book of the month read this very month. Nice. So I'm very excited for that. Um, oh, and I did finish Bared to You by Sylvia Day. I I want to know your thoughts. I feel so bad that I haven't finished it. It's just, I'm still in like chapter seven or whatever the fuck. Oh, no, but. that's okay. I 
It's exactly what I thought it would yes! be. I mean, exactly. the writing is not like fantastic. Yeah. But it's literally like all sex. But here's the thing because it's all sex, I want it to be some nasty shit. Like, if okay. I'm going to read a book that's like straight sex, I need okay. it to be like dirty. Okay, okay, but also there are like five books and they just met. Like, they, they've, they've known each other for like a week. <laughs> Yo, and that's part of the problem right there. I know, I know. That's part of the problem. But, you know, I'm going to keep reading them all. I yeah. Am, because I need On, to know. It gets so good. I don't think, like, the sex gets, like, so dirty. It's not, like, Fifty Shades of Grey where there's, like, BDSM or whatever. Mm. But um, it's still, like, really good. Like, the plot gets so good. And okay. I just love Gideon like I love him so much I just imagine Gideon without the long hair the long hair like kind of ruins it for me oh please okay (laughs) no but like literally I just I'm not a long hair person okay okay you can have that opinion (laughs) (laughs) what are you reading Okay, so I forgot a couple weeks ago, before we had read Happy Place, I finished The Fine Print by Lauren Asher. Um, Yeah, which was like a really long time ago. But I liked it. My problem, though, I think, was that I was expecting more sex, and then Mm. there wasn't. So I think Mm. that's why I was so, like, disoriented. Sure. Um, But, like, the sex that was included was good i liked yeah. it i just thought there would be like way more <laughs> no it's very plot heavy as well yeah that's what i wasn't expecting either okay. so it was just like really disorienting and maybe i just like came into it thinking that it was going to be something different and that's why yeah. it was like weird but um i get you. no well, it was good well now when you read terms and conditions you'll know you'll oh, you're gonna be obsessed you are <laughs> hopefully I'm telling you. <laughs> and then I just started last night Defend the Dawn by Bridget hmm. Kemmerer, which is the second book in the Defy the Night trilogy mm. or whatever it is. I really, really, really loved the Defy the Night. So I'm a little nervous about Defend the Dawn because sequels have been like letting me down lately. But I just mm. needed something easy and to get back into my young adult fantasy kick now that I'm like revising. So yeah. Nice. Well, I hope yeah. it's good and like lives up to expectations. You know. I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> Very nice. Um, what are you watching? Uh, nothing except the TV show that uh we're gonna talk about. Okay, cool. Yeah. What about um, you? Um, I am back in my Shark Tank phase. Love Don't it. Don't ask me why, but every once in a while, it's like the best. Honestly, it's so good. I love it. <sighs> Who's your favorite shark? Oh, that's hard. Well, okay, so favorite shark or shark that I would go with in a deal with? Because those or. are two different. Okay. Either or. I, I think Kevin is so funny. Mm. Mr. Wonderful, because he's just like so no bullshit, and I love that. And I, mm-hmm. I think he really, really puts the business owners like to the test. Mm. But if I went in and I went to go get a deal, it would have to be Mark or Lori. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you? I get you. What about you? See, I don't know. I think, I think, oh, I, it's like choosing between my favorite children. I know. But I you don't do, have children. I do love <laughs> Barbara because she stays horny and like yeah. I relate. Yes. And, <laughs> and, but I think maybe I also would do a deal with Barbara, but also Mark because he's rich as hell. Yeah. But also I feel like Mark 
touches he's, grass and he understands. Yes. Like he can come down. Yeah, he's also down to earth. Yes. Yeah. Like he knows and I, I, I love it. What are you listening to? So I think the last time that we had talked, I was listening to Fearless, Taylor's mm-hmm. version by Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. listening to that entire album, which was great. Now I'm in my folklore era. And so I've been listening to that album. You know what, though? Huh. It's so crazy because when folklore came out, I did not like it. Like I, I just like didn't vibe with it. Yeah. And I was more like an Evermore girl versus mm. folklore. So I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to Evermore. Kind of going to neglect folklore after reading happy place i went to that album and i'm like oh this is harriet and win that entire album oh is harriet gosh. and win yeah it's okay crazy Maybe i need to go listen now you have to and then just think about like it, it literally goes goes through like their their phases of their relationship yeah. and it's insane insane Aww. and so i've been in my feels okay. <laughs> <laughs> very nice yeah what about you? Let me check. I have been listening to the Positions album again by Ariana Grande. I'm just like every nice. once in a while I start listening to that again. And like I'm just obsessed with it. But I also just recently made my May 2023 playlist and I'll continue nice. adding to it. But I did find a couple new songs that I like. So there's called Woman of the Hour by Stella Cole. <gasps> and then also Champion by Neoni and Burn Boy. They're kind oh. of like they're kind of like badass songs. I really yeah. like that. So very nice. Yeah, I just started listening to those today though, so I might hate them by next week. We'll see, <laughs> but at least I have some fine. something to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and what are you consuming? Uh, pasta from this <gasps> one restaurant. Me too. Oh, wow. but, but oh. I'm eating pasta that I cook. Is it your garlic chicken pasta? Garlic no, it's lemon? not. It's um yeah. stuffed tortellini. That's yeah, really good. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds really good. You had pizza, I, right? Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. Yes, I had pizza from my pl- favorite place called the Upper Crust. So I, got, oh. so I got pizza from there, and I had pasta from this one restaurant in the North End the other day. It was like a calamari pasta. Oh, it was really my good. Gosh. And then... Uh, I've been eating a lot of charcuterie just because I bought it one night on an impulse. But like for one person, that shit lasts you forever. I know. So I've basically been subsisting off of that. Nice. Like I had pizza for breakfast this morning, as you know. Yes, I do. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love we'll leftovers. To- yeah, no, they are good. So nice. Yeehaw. All right. Shall we go into our pop culture? Yeah, let's do it. Alrighty. Do you want to start? I have less than you, but yeah. I'll start. Yeah. Okay. So the first piece of news that really isn't exciting but dancing with the stars is back on abc which i thought was really interesting because they jumped to disney plus for one season and now they're back to abc so i don't really know why wait, that was but wait, yeah they, they jumped to disney plus yeah last season was on disney plus I did then, not know that. Yep, and now they're bouncing back to ABC. So, which is very interesting. Hmm, I'm not sure weird. why there was like a one year hiatus. I wonder yeah. if it was like it wasn't doing that well anymore. So then, like yeah. Disney Plus picked it up, but then it did really well, so they took it back. I really have no idea. That's but, weird. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. Um, my second one is that Robert De Niro had his seventh child. I saw, and he is 79 years old. I saw. 
Here, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. I... Okay, maybe this makes me sound like a shit person, but, like, I feel really bad for that kid. Like, mm-hmm. your dad is, like, 80 years older than you. Like, you're not going to have very much life with him. Yeah. You know? And, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, a Nick Cannon situation where I just yeah. feel like, I mean, live your life, but it just feels like that would just make life so complicated. But The thing is, though, is that, like... A part of me is like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Like, 79? What? What the heck? But I understand how that, like, he's probably not going to be in this child's life for a really long time. He's 79. But also, like, the child will be fine. He is so rich. I feel like anyone else, any regular person would never do this, you no, know? No, I get you. But still, like, money doesn't equate to, like, okay, yeah, a human. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But also, these people are so rich. I, they're in a whole different world than I am, so I have no clue. That's true. That's true. So what can we even say about it? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I just have to say that Anthony Ramos is the worst. And it really states that one of my celeb crushes has to kick the can. But he's been giving me the ick slowly for a while. Yes. But now I just hate him. What's that one quote that he, he has a new song coming out. And one of the line ones, she had a rock on her hand. I left her with a rock on her hand and some sort of secret or something like that. I don't know. With my demons while I struggled with my demons or something. I was like, Anthony, you, s- we saw the footage. You ain't <laughs> trying to get empathy from us yeah. after you cheated on her. We had that picture in 4D. Oh, what are oh, you yeah. trying to tell? Like, no, I'm set. I'm, yeah. I'm all good. Same. It's so funny, though. I'm living for the tea and the comments because people are like, oh, this is my Reynolds pamphlet. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. No, yeah, it is. People are coming after him. And it's so unfortunate because I feel like slowly he's just got more and more annoying. And his first album, The Good and the Bad, is like literally one of my favorite albums of all time. And it just sucks Mm -hmm. that now I'm just like, you're annoying. Yeah, I, I agree. It's unfortunate that he's he's fallen. So, so far. Um, I don't know, but also, too, just, like, leave her alone. Literally. Like, like the the drama hasn't come up in a really long time, and I thought we were past it, but I'm like, you don't need to dig this up because everyone saw what you did like we don't need your side you know what i mean no literally like it's it's weird that's what i mean or like write it from a side of like regret or like what you learned from it but don't don't be shady about it i know that's the worst possible way to handle like what you did yeah so whatever (laughs) that's how i feel about that and and scene. So what are your <laughs> pop culture things? Okay, I have a couple. So the last time that we had recorded, we just went right in because we had so much to talk about um, mm-hmm. for Happy Place that we didn't get a chance to talk about the Met Ball. Did mm. you see any of the pictures and stuff? I did, yeah. I mean, I know that there was a lot of controversy around it yeah. just because it was like Carl Lagerfeld themed mm-hmm. and he does not have a good reputation to say the least and so which is interesting I definitely think there were some cool looks but I also think like yes he's a fashion icon Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like 
I felt like the looks were a little less or exciting I than agree. usual. I so agree. Yeah, that was kind of unfortunate. Yeah, this this Met Ball was just like meh. Like I, I mean, it was fine. It was a lot of black and white. I mean, some people had some really cool outfits. Mm-hmm. Others were just like whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I I felt like this one was okay to miss. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Agreed. Agreed. But yeah. Um, so my next pop culture thing is that the Bama Rush trailer dropped. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. So it's basically a documentary on HBO Max about the sorority life at Alabama University or the University of Alabama. I don't know. Mm. One of those. And how huge, huge Greek life is there. And it's like insane. I knew wow. a girl from high school who literally went to uh alabama just for sorority life and i was like okay you live your life i guess (laughs) that's another level i can't even imagine that but yeah but the trailer is so insane you should go watch it okay yeah okay well um my next pop culture thing is that mom and dad was spotted at the lakers game together they were i know cute they're so cute it makes me want to throw up i mom and dad is tom and yeah (laughs) yeah sorry everyone um but i'm I just like seeing them happy and living yeah. their regular life. Tom Holland also like recently told everybody that he's one year sober. So good for him. <gasps> I did not um, hear that. Yeah. So I think that like came wow. out today. So that's really good. Good for Proud him. him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it seems like they're doing well, which I love to see. I know. And I just, oh, because we never see them out and about like that. So like when I saw that they were at a Lakers game, I was like, oh, to to be there. I mean, also I Lakers and Golden State, the the game is very entertaining. But I mm-hmm. would have just watched Zendaya and Tom the entire no, time. Like if I can catch a sneak, <laughs> yes! of like the, catch a sneak, bitch. No, catch a peek. Of the romance. That's yeah. what I meant to say. I know. Yeah. I just, like, love them so much. I know. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift, on her first night um, performing in Nashville, announced her Speak Now Taylor's version yes. being released July 7th in time for July 9th. And I'm literally so excited. I'm so excited. I love that album. Love, mm. love that album. I'm so sad because I'm seeing her on June 24th. So mm. I like just missed the cutoff for her because I know uh, her first show after that album drops, she's going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Speak Now songs. Will. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a little sad about that, but I'm so <laughs> excited. I'm so excited. That is really exciting. And I feel like taylor swift's first three albums were the ones that i still kind of listen to and yeah. so like i'm actually kind of excited for that like haunted no Are- you know what song got me better than revenge i know i love that yeah oh i love it i love it honestly love it um but yeah i'm very excited about that um the writers guild of america is on strike so it's it's been taking a bunch of my um, social media, all my timelines are mm. about the strike and a lot of productions have been halted because mm-hmm. of it. And um, I just hope that it all goes well. I mean, I think it's what been almost two weeks now that they've been on strike. Yeah. So I hope stuff gets figured out because isn't yeah. it a whole thing? Because like AI is making their work. This is why yes. I hate AI. I know. This same. is ridiculous. Like that's not. 
yeah, they, <sighs> the unions, like, ask was that, like, hey, we don't want AI to take any of our work. And mm. then the companies, whoever, rejected that clause. And I was like, I'm sorry, you rejected a clause about AI? Like, I'm like, no, uh-uh. And I think what I've heard is that the writers are only ask asking for a 2% or 3% raise. Like, that's all that they're asking for. And I was like, okay. No, but like, that's what I mean. Like, these days I feel like in certain situations you can't even ask for the bare minimum. It's I know. It's like absurd. I know. It's crazy. And, like, people act like people are crazy for that. And I'm like, they're just asking for what they're worth. Yes, exactly. I hope they get it figured out soon because otherwise it could affect how many episodes Abbott Elementary has. Yes, no, I was just going to say the whole cast of Abbott Elementary was there. And it's so funny. Um, the The showrunner's sign... Her sign was like, um, oh, what was it? What's the, what's uh, her Janine's ex boyfriend's name? Tyreek. Ty Tyreek. <laughs> They're like, I think her sign was like, oh, like no one else can write Tyreek's raps except these writers or something like that. It was so funny because I was like, wait, you're right you're though. Right though. <laughs> His stupid raps. Like, oh my god, oh. I love Tyreek. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. But yeah, so I'm hoping that like all of that um, mm -hmm. goes well. And then my last pop culture item is that Ed Sheeran was found not guilty of plagiarizing Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Thank goodness. I know. Honestly, <laughs> we talked about this a couple episodes ago, so I'm not going to go into it again. Yeah. But like, I'm so sick of these music lawsuits. Like, I can't deal with it. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, it's you so guys, dumb. there's only so many chords in the entire universe. Literally. Like, really. Es especially when you look at someone like Ed Sheeran, who's known for being such a good songwriter yeah. and, like, original and these things. Like, he's not... Like, he's smart enough that he was going to do something, he would sample it. Like, yes! Not, no. Just because they sound similar does not mean they were copying you. Yeah, exactly. So, so. whatever. <sighs> yeah, but that is all that I have for pop culture. All righty. Well, <laughs> Selena, do you want to tell our audience what we're talking about today? Yes. So by now, you know that Theoni and I don't really stick to a plan. So, yep. of course, this week's episode, we are talking about a new show on Netflix. It is called Queen Charlotte, but it is... Uh, prequel almost to mm -hmm. Bridgerton so it's technically called like Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte because it lives within that Bridgerton universe um and I think it was released a couple weeks ago there are six episodes and so Theoni and I watched all the episodes and we are here to discuss I am so excited I I really didn't know what to expect for this show because yeah. like Bridgerton itself both seasons have been so incredible yeah that like I feel like prequels or like sequels or whatever can yeah. either go really well or really bad so I was kind of nervous to watch it honestly I'll be honest it wasn't even on my radar like mm -hmm. I love like don't get me wrong I love Bridgerton but because this was like technically a prequel about the queen not even like about the Bridgerton kids or even like um Featherington or any of those mm -hmm. other families literally the queen I was just like um you know I I don't really care for it and it wasn't until you texted me that I was like oh you're right it, yeah. it was released mm -hmm. so it wasn't on my radar and I think as a segue to go into my overall thoughts I didn't need this tv show okay 
But I am happy I have it now. I <laughs> no. I that is the perfect way to say it, honestly. <laughs> because like I never thought that I would want this, but then watching it, like now now after watching it, I'm like, I want an origin story for Violet Bridgerton and like how she met Edmund and like all of those things because obviously we get young Violet in the show. Yeah. And so like I want to hear more about that. Like it's just so intriguing to me and honestly, like I've seen these TikToks about now scenes in the Bridgerton show yes, that too. like Queen Charlotte would be in. And then now knowing what we know, it like changes your whole perspective. Yes. And God, my Lord. It hits so much harder when you watch this show in the context of the two Bridgerton seasons out right no, now. No, 100%. <laughs> oh I kind of want to rewatch Bridgerton, honestly. I'll probably just rewatch the second season because I'm yeah. a hoe for Antony. Yeah, no, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I really am. Yeah. Other overall thoughts. I don't know. I I just really, really liked it. I wish we had gotten eight episodes just yeah. like the other seasons, but I will take what I can get. Same. I I just loved it. I really did. I, I just really like... <laughs> are you okay what I'm the not, heck i'm not i really think like young king george like i mm-hmm. <laughs> i want him you know yeah like i just think he's so attractive and he's uh-huh. like there's like the hint of like golden retriever energy yeah. or like i i don't know what it is i'm a sucker for a smile mm-hmm. the way that man smiles and laughs I actually, I'm getting like chills, not chills, tingles. I'm getting tingles thinking about it. Like, I love that man. It's like, I was going to say the two main leads, I don't know their names. I'm a fake fan. Had so much chemistry. Yeah, Corey and India. I could not believe it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is insane that they keep finding couple after couple actors and actresses one after the other that have insane amounts of chemistry no where i'm like this is like fake this is so fake no literally the casting directors for these shows are brilliant yes like i don't there's no other way to say it crazy crazy gosh um (laughs) But yeah, I feel like those are my overall thoughts. I just really enjoyed it. I love being in the Bridgerton world. Like, I think it's always... And I'm obsessed with the music. Like, I am literally so obsessed. (laughs) And and I'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. I was going to say something, but I'm like, no, I'm going to save it. Okay. Let's dive into episode one. So, um, this... Today's episode synopsis are brought to you by Wikipedia. So we can thank Wikipedia for this. <laughs> um, okay, episode one. Charlotte finds out that her brother has signed a contract for her to marry King George III. Before the wedding can go through, Charlotte attempts to run away but is caught by a charming man who turns out to be her future husband. She decides to go through with the marriage but is surprised when, on the night of the wedding... He presents her with her own house, but informs her of his intentions to live a completely separate life in Kew. Fast forward to the present, Queen Charlotte learns her only legitimate granddaughter, Princess Charlotte of Wales, has died in childbirth, kicking off a secession of crisis. Or secession crisis. She urges her surviving 12 tri- children to produce legitimate heirs. First of all, 
I did not know this was going to be a dual timeline. I was shook when we were bounced to the present and it was like older Queen Charlotte that we know. And I was like, wait a second. What is happening? Like, what? I, know. I didn't know what was like, it was crazy. I was not expecting that, but I honestly loved it because yeah. like by the time it got to the end of the show, like it just like felt like so complete. Mm, yes, I, I agree. Finding out. Maybe, okay, maybe I am a fake fan and I just didn't know or didn't catch this piece of information when mm-hmm. I was watching Bridgerton. But that Queen Charlotte had 12 kids? No, she had 13 kids and two, or no, 15 kids total and two of them died. So she had 13. Did Was I just living under a rock? No, literally. I have no idea she had that many too. Yes. Giving birth to that many children, especially back in the day. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Well, I can't even think about, oh my God. Like, how? No, same. Like, double digits? No. But the thing is too, when we learned this piece of information, we had just come off of the whole scene of him leaving her at Mm -hmm. um, her house. So when I learned that they had 13 kids together, I was like, I'm sorry. You're telling me that he left her at this house by herself and they mm-hmm. miraculously had 13 kids? I'm like, uh-uh, there's more to this. Like, oh, there 100%. has to be more. Well, yeah. yeah, because if they're popping out that many kids, they must have been really busy. Exactly, yeah. So, mm. <laughs> So I wasn't feeling this episode until they met in the garden Mm -hmm. and it was so bridgerton like that encounter was so bridgerton that i ate it up i I ate it up i knew the minute he showed up that that's like who it was and i just like died like the banter was so everything about that was so spot on and the smart god damn that's (laughs) so good i yeah it was so good i i loved it so much <laughs> when charlotte said he's like what do you want to know and she was like tell me everything he was like everything and she was like yeah and then he like actually tried to tell her everything yeah he, like that's what i need but okay? then he was, but then at the end of his like little spiel he was like oh i'm just i'm just george Oh my George. Was... <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> right? And I knew, I knew that was gonna be a little tidbit that would be dropped in every single episode of just George. I thought you were just George or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm already starting to cry, dear God. Yeah. So I need your opinion on this. Okay. Because I'm a little conflicted. Mm-hmm. Lady Danbury. I didn't need her backstory like I honestly thought that it would have been fine the show would have been fine without her backstory because she's I feel like she already brings such a presence Mm -hmm. in Bridgerton where I was so conflicted and I found myself having a hard time staying invested in her storyline I agree it just felt really unnecessary and kind of like took time away from yeah. Charlotte and George, which I could have, of course, used more of. And, like, yeah. I would have loved to see a young Lady Danbury kind of similar to how we did Violet Bridgerton, where, like, yes. it played into things. But, like, 
again, I I wonder if the purpose of having so much Lady Danbury was to like set up now what's going on in the present with like Violet yeah. and Lady Danbury and like all of that. So I think yeah. for that, in that realm, I guess it makes sense. But like the amount of times we had to see her having miserable sex with that mm-hmm. old fucking hag. I wanted to die. Like, I, I don't need that. I was so uncomfortable with the amount of scenes that they put in of, of that. But like, that was not necessary. That. It was so unnecessary. Yes. Like, honestly, the first scene that you showed us of her having sex with her husband and then jumping in the bath, like, we got the message. We We're get good. it. We get We're- it. I don't need that again. Yeah. I know you're miserable. Fine. I know. Yeah. It was just really weird. Okay, so let's talk about them going home after the wedding. The wedding went great. I loved the wedding, right? Mm -hmm. I was just so confused. And I think, unfortunately, that was one of my biggest gripes with the Mm. show. That, like, I couldn't figure out George. And they held out for so long that I was just, like, pissed the entire time. I was like, Mm. just tell me the truth. Like, you just need to tell me the truth. Like, this is so dumb. Like, I, I don't know. See, I don't think it pissed me off because I knew by the end of it, like, it would be all happy because it's not going to not be happy, you know? But, like, oh, I think I think it's just, like, with the condition that George had, I think mm-hmm. it made sense because, like, he couldn't tell anyone and he yeah. was so embarrassed and he was losing his mind over everything going on with himself that, like, he was so afraid to share that with everyone. Yeah. So, like, I think... I don't know. I think it kind of made sense. I feel like if he had come around too quick, then it kind of would have been like sweeping how serious that was under the rug. Oh, uh, got it. Okay. And I think that might have ruined it for me more. Well, I think for me, because I knew it was six episodes, where mm-hmm. normally we get eight or ten, right? Mm-hmm. Because I knew it was six episodes, they held up for too long where I was like, oh, no, we're not going to get a happy ending. Like, that was mm-hmm. my fear. Okay. And also, too, like, I wasn't sure – how Queen Charlotte in the present felt. Because, again, I was still, Mm. like, a little iffy on it, and I didn't have a good grasp on her current relationship with the king, and so I was just, like, a little disoriented. But I I agree that because it was – the show was so short and Mm -hmm. not to sweep his disease under the rug, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. When he yelled at her at the house, I was like, back the fuck up. Holy shit. I was so pissed, but her – that India's acting yes. in that moment when she like took a step back when he came towards her and was like anything else your majesty like she was so calm and collected but somehow you still felt like the annoyance and the hurt yes like, through like that was some top tier acting like that yes scene was like so well done I was pissed as heck at him me too but, like it was so well done I thought. I I agree. And also, too, she kind of ends, like, the conversation where – I don't know what he says, but she ends it almost like, oh, I thought you were just George. Like, my mistake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. 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 You tell and him. honestly, like, young Charlotte was the best part of the show. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love young George, and he's amazing and charming or whatever. But young Charlotte and India's acting just – was amazing amazing like i wish i could get more of it honestly yes yes like so good um and yeah that is the end of episode one do you have any other comments uh i do not know okay in 1761 which is like back in the you know 
Yep. Charlotte spends most of her honeymoon alone. She learns that she has no activities planned as she is supposed to be with George. Despite this, she invites the newly minted Lady Danbury to tea, where Lady Danbury, learning of Charlotte's ignorance, explains sex to her. (laughs) Princess Augusta, desperate to know if her son has consummated his marriage, tries to pressure Lady Danbury into telling her. However, Lady Danbury, who is still suffering from segregated society despite her husband's title, uses her leverage to pressure Princess Augusta into further supporting her and her husband. George reveals to Charlotte that he left her on the marriage night as he was charting the transit of Venus. He asks Charlotte for a redo of their marriage night and the two finally consummate their marriage. However, the following morning, she overhears a conversation between George and his mother in which he reveals he is hiding his true self from her. This episode went from like zero to a hundred to a zero. Like so, so much. I made a note about how like literally the montage of Charlotte, like her, like, on her honeymoon living her life like just getting dressed and eating by herself was so depressing to me yeah I was like dear lord like can you imagine yeah I think what Shonda Rhimes did that was excellent for this show is that she utilized a lot of non-speaking actions Mm -hmm. like We didn't need a story with characters doing a monologue. She really utilized a lot of the daily actions, routines to tell us a story, which is how episode one had opened with her finding out she was going to be married off. And then this too, which is so incredibly depressing. Like we don't even need Charlotte to say that she's angry or sad because we already know. Exactly. Like they played that well. Yes, really, really well. Okay, this is so funny. Some of my notes in this episode. There's one note that said, are the two guards vibing? He wanted to go inside to get warm. And then the next the next note said, oh, they just kissed. Ha ha ha. I was right. In quotes, let's hope for 20. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I, this side storyline with Brimsley and yeah. Reynolds. It was gosh. really cute. <sighs> I will say, I am upset that we don't know what happened to Reynolds we better freaking find I out. know like we better I, the fact that we didn't it made me want to cry I think the assumption is that he probably like died or yeah. something but like still but I, I need like closure deserve, <laughs> I would have rather had more of them than like more of them less Lady Danbury mm-hmm. yeah that's how I feel <laughs> oh my god this part where George bought her a fucking dog killed me oh her reaction to it when she called it what does she call it like a a deformed bunny <laughs> that killed me like charlotte's <laughs> character is just so clear yeah and i love how that came back later i i know which we'll talk about but yeah um i also love the scene where lady danbury was teaching her about sex like when i saw all of the diagrams like drawn out I was dying. I was like, dang, you really, like, you showed her all the positions. And yeah. I was like, here's what I was thinking in my head, though. How does Lady Danbury know all of that? Because she's yeah. having sex with a man who's, like, practically already yes, dead. exactly. You really yeah. think that man is doing all those positions? No yeah. way, honey. So how she know? Also, That's what I want to know. Also, who drew the diagrams? Because they were really good diagrams. <laughs> like, I was they like... Were, unless she's an artist, but... I know. I was like, this is a little too detailed almost. I know. Like... Literally. <laughs> Dear Lord. 
So there's this, I think there's this one part in this, I think it's in this episode. I have a note that says, OMG, them in the conservatory is hot and they're just looking at a planet. I'm pretty sure this is the part where she's like looking in the telescope and she's like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. And he is looking at her and he says, it is. God, I, those moments, I eat them up every single time screaming Every crying throwing time. up i passed literally. away came back to life like <laughs> i literally i was like george 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 uh-huh. honey honey why mm-hmm. are you being so weird then like literally. i was like i need answers but i was like okay it's the second episode i can chill yep. but i was like dude really <laughs> i know seriously okay there's this other quote i have where charlotte says i do not forgive you or no she says i do not forgive you yet and then George says, yet is good. Yet is hope. I love that line too. Honestly, the writing, I looked and like Shonda Rhimes wrote like half this show. And it was honestly mm-hmm. brilliant. Brilliant. So good. Yes. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot this happened in this episode. Okay. When they consummate the marriage. Mm-hmm. She's like being all cute and nervous or whatever. And she's like, oh, maybe I should have chosen something else. There's like a thousand tiny buttons. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm very good with buttons. (laughs) For those, I, I literally had to pause the show and take a step back. I was like, what do you mean you're good with buttons? (laughs) You're like, tell me more. Literally, I was like, oh my And then the only last thing I have about this episode is I remember leaving it feeling so worried. I was like, what is he sick Um, with? Because we kind of it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. And I was like, I want to know, like, what the heck is going on? Like, why is he acting so like back and forth? Yeah. So I think there were too many characters who like walked in on conversations that they shouldn't have been hearing in this show. Like there were too many characters just standing outside the door eavesdropping on these conversations where I was like I think the device was just like overused for me by the time okay. the end of the show came if that sure. makes sense okay fair enough <laughs> yeah. yeah is that it for episode two mm-hmm. okay let's go to episode three my favorite still feuding Charlotte and George nevertheless have a passionate sex life agreeing to see each other on even days so that oh. Charlotte may get may get pregnant After seeing that George also has a passion for agriculture, Charlotte decides to accept her husband for who he is and reconciles with him, deciding to be a teen. Charlotte and George go to the Danbury's ball, which is a success. Afterward, Lord Danbury dies during sexual intercourse. (laughs) And Charlotte Charlotte awakens on the night of the ball to discover George running outside and stripping naked to praise Venus. Charlotte convinces him she is Venus. And guides him back home. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. But let's talk about the beginning of episode three. Because this episode was my episode. Of them I know. fucking everywhere. Every second. I was like, this is I my episode. I for it. Yes. I loved it. Me too. I, the scene in the dining room. Oh, God. <gasps> that tension. 
the way that he like grabbed her dress to pull i was like oh when, no oh. It, it wasn't even when he grabbed her dress it was when he flipped her around oh uh, guess the table yes yeah <laughs> oh my god it but also though the thing is too is that like they were like so angry with each other mm-hmm. which made it even better because it was like angry sex and i'm like yes this is what i need no literally but that's that's what i mean like the whole trope with queen and george or like the queen and george was so there because like we literally have like marriage of convenience but then we also had a little sprinkle of like enemies to lovers but then we also had some really good like friends moment like just they were a little of everything and i was here for it same yeah especially during this episode it was so good the mix that they did for charlotte and george Mm mm-hmm so during this episode, I was really confused if he was like truly farming. Like at this point, I was like, I, the way that you yelled at her still, I'm like, you're hiding something in the conversation with his mom. I was like, are you really farming or like, what are you doing? And I didn't know if it was true. Obviously, we learned that he is, but I thought he was like seeing like mistresses or something. Oh, you did? Yes! I never got that sense at all. Huh. But. Okay. I think that was the point of it. We are supposed to be wondering and we are supposed yeah. to be stressed trying to figure it out. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. The music during the ball scene. If I ain't got you. I'm sorry. Excuse please. you? Uh, please. I When I heard that, I was like, shut up. Me too. If I ain't got you, like, it's so perfect for them. Like. Some people want it all, but I don't want it at all. If I got you, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> it was like perfect. Again, so the good. music is so they never miss for Bridgerton. They never it's miss. amazing. No, literally. When Lord Danbury died during sex, I was like. I just don't care. Like, I was like, this is so dumb and unnecessary. And I guess it's funny that he died during sex or whatever. But I'm like, I just, I could go without it. No, I I agree. I mean, I understand the significance of the storyline because Lady Danbury yeah. was like the first one to hold or keep her title after like her husband died rather than having to remarry and like all of these things so like yeah. i get how they led up to that but again it was just way too much of that like i didn't i yeah. did not need that no, i really same. did not need that same when charlotte woke up to find george i i like could i could not even comprehend but what killed me is that she was so kind and so loving. And this episode just really made me love her. Because she was mm-hmm. just so understanding. And she clearly knew that something was wrong. But she's like, nope, nope. Like, I can't I can't freak out. I have to bring George back. And the way that she just improvised on the spot is amazing. And again, it just made me love her so much. I... It was so heartbreaking to see, but yeah. also so heartwarming. And I feel like yes. that's what this entire show was. It was just a mix of both. And like, I have to say, like, Charlotte is one of those characters that's just like so well 
rounded yeah. because she's so strong and so funny and so sarcastic, but also so gentle and yeah. kind and just like really embodies like all sides of a person yeah. in one. Oh, man, I, I just like I'm obsessed with her, honestly. I know. I know. I love her. Um, but yeah, that is all of my notes for episode three. Alrighty, right into episode <laughs> four. All right. Flashbacks revealed that Princess Augusta arranged George's marriage behind his back as he was frightened of the prospect of marriage due to his uncontrollable fits and mental breakdowns. Dr. Monroe suggests there is nothing wrong with him and his breakdowns are due to a lack of discipline. Quickly falling in love with Charlotte, George removes himself from her presence to follow a grueling program set up by Monroe to break him. Feeling better and missing Charlotte, George decides to move back in with her. He dismisses Monroe only to discover that Charlotte has decided to keep him as her physician as she is pregnant. Her pregnancy triggers a mental crisis in George, leading to his late-night visions of Venus in the garden. I loved this episode because mm -hmm. I feel like finally we got all the answers for yes! George. And my goodness, like... My heart broke for him this whole time. Every time I saw that doctor, I had such a visceral, like, gross feeling. Yeah. Like, God, he was the worst. And it just really, working in, sorry, now I'm going to go on my freaking rant. Go for here it. We go. But just, like, now working in the mental health field and seeing how, like, back in the day, like, people, like, these humans were treated, like, mm -hmm. and tortured because of, like, it makes me sick to my stomach i know i like, know how disgusting like that that's i feel like it exemplified the thing obviously this is a very intense like whatever but mm -hmm. people think that you can just like control mental illness or like mind over matter yeah but like that's not what like mental illness is mm -hmm. like if you could just like be like no, I'm fine. Yeah. I can just force those thoughts down. Mental illness wouldn't, like, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's not that easy and it's not that simple. Exactly. And I think watching this show was so crazy to me because I was like, oh, it's, it's just a show. And I'm like, no, it's not because I know, I know that this is more truth than fiction. Yep. And it also made me very, um, it made me feel very privileged to be born in an mm -hmm. era where mental health is very, very well accepted. Even like 10, yep. 20 years ago, it like still wasn't. Um, and so this episode and his treatments in general just made me feel very thankful because I'm like, yeah. oh, my Seriously. gosh we like, come a long way yes <laughs> to say the least yeah okay i will say the way this episode started with charlotte and the other person like bathing george yeah. just like talking about everything like broke my heart just yeah. to like see him broken down and so confused and like you know i just i have a lot of notes honestly about like the introduction of the doctor and like Mm. how he was acting because at first when I first met him I was like okay he's like he's like talking about like talk therapy and things like yeah. that and I was like okay maybe this will be good but then like all of a sudden we get the scene where he's like slapping him to get him back to himself mm -hmm. and I was like no this is this is mad fucked up yeah and and also he was like oh you need someone to bring you back and I will be that person mm -hmm. and I was like oh 
that's that's a lot like no literally and then i have this note i kind of forgot what this was in reference to so you might Mm -hmm. have to help me remember but i wrote he was embarrassed putting his plate away when she showed up dot 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 it's not that he didn't want her there I think it was in the observatory when she came to him oh, after. Oh, he was cleaning up. Yes. Yep, you're right. So. Um, but yeah, I think that was the moment where I was like, oh. Like, I feel like I finally understood mm. him because I was like, it's not that he didn't want her there. It wasn't that, yeah. but he was so embarrassed and felt so strongly that he had to hide this that, like, yeah. he he would rather, like, stay away because he really thought that that was what was best for her. I like, know. this whole time, like, obviously it's not good, but, like, he really was trying to do what was best for people. Yeah. So, there's that. <laughs> I have a note here in quotes. And just like an animal, I will break you. Who the fuck is this doctor? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Like, the shit he says was just so gross. Honestly, and also his lab with all of, like, his animals and stuff. I was like, oh, you're a shitty what person. What the heck? Yeah. Literally. Oh, this was a quote from George. I have my own doubts about him, but it's the only chance I have for being with her. Again. He he would rather torture himself mm-hmm. to give Charlotte the life she deserved. Like what? I know. Again, this episode was really eye-opening. Like this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous though too because this was episode four and I I knew we only had two episodes left. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well then what's going to happen? Because yep. all that we're seeing right now is his side of the story about past events that we've already seen happen. And so that's why I, I felt like I need I needed the answer sooner and there's not enough time to like mm-hmm. solve whatever's going to happen. Um, but I do agree that like it was this episode showed George's heart mm-hmm. so much and I loved it. It did. It did. Yeah. And like, and there is these little moments, for example, when George was like watching Charlotte p- play chess by herself yeah, and things like that, where I think he started to realize like maybe what I'm doing, like maybe this isn't what's best for her. Yeah. And I love those little moments where they didn't have to tell us, but it was like showing him kind of come to that conclusion yep. and like find the strength to like not work with the doctor yes. anymore. I literally have a note. I know we already talked about this, but like, um, Ha ha ha. The fact he laughed at her calling it a deformed bunny. Aww. And like the fact that at first George genuinely thought the dog was such a good idea. And he was like, in quotes, I want the queen to know we won't be caged forever. Like he was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Like she'll love it. And then the minute he she hated it, he just thought it was so amusing. Like he was just so enamored by her. You I know? know. I just like. His attentions were so pure. Like, mm-hmm. that's what killed me. It's like, he he didn't want her to be alone, you know, after yep. she was yelling at him in the observatory of, like, I'm alone and I'm in a new world and I only know you. And yep. he he was just coming from the best place. He I'm like, was. oh, I'll get her a dog. Literally. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Literally. My, my notes are a clusterfuck at the end. But basically, there's a scene where, like, George finally stands up to the doctor, which is great. And, like, Mm -hmm. I have a note saying, OMG, his speech to the doctor about Charlotte. Aww. And then he says, like, my bride has done more than you ever could. And, like, I was like, hell yeah. Because I was like, it's so true because, like, 
yes, try to treat it, but also like when you get so caught up that you stop living your life, like you have to find the balance because otherwise yeah. what's the point? You yeah, know? Exactly. I, I died when we found out she was pregnant. I was like, that Me was fast. Too. Well, also they've been fucking everywhere. This is true. So like, the chances <laughs> were pretty high. Well, they were pretty uh-huh. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't remember what this is about, so maybe you can help me. I have three okay. notes. OMG, Charlotte is leaving, dot, 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 frowny face. OMG, Charlotte talking to his mom, dot, 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 and he can hear it. Of course, that made him want to start treatments again. Yes. So I forgot how, what that was about. That's how the episode ends because then after all of these past events the episode then jumps to the present where we see charlotte finally confront his mom of like oh you knew the entire time like why didn't you tell me why didn't you tell me what i was getting into blah blah and then like i said before there are too many people standing outside the fucking doorway listening to conversations they should not have and he heard it um and then that is what makes him go back to the doctor Mm-hmm. I knew it was too good to be true like no, because literally. I was like again I was when he did his speech to the doctor I was like yes George this mm-hmm. is it but I'm like I feel like something's gonna happen like the other 100%. shoe has to drop exactly because so. otherwise there wouldn't be enough drama exactly so yeah that's all I have for the episode yeah very nice okay episode five um okay Charlotte is pregnant and announces plans to move into Buckingham House. Charlotte, frustrated at her lack of headway with George, writes to her brother and asks to be taken home when he visits. Charlotte visits Agatha and is encouraged to assert herself, eventually confronting Dr. Monroe and retrieving George herself. Agatha begins taking daily walks with Lord Ledger and the two sleep together. In 1810, Charlotte betrothes two of her sons to eligible princesses. Violet admits that her newfound sexual frustration to Agatha. Um, This episode pissed me off because you could see just how much Charlotte was hurting. But also mm. that like George was trying to fix himself. But she mm. wasn't. He wasn't answering her letters, and she was writing so many letters, and it was just, it sucked. Honestly, we've been consuming a lot of media that sucks, like Happy Place, and now yeah. Queen Charlotte. Like, like, not even <laughs> sucks objectively, but is yeah. very, like, emotionally yes. intensive, yes. and it's not on purpose. No. Like, I, I was I, not expecting the show to get me. Yeah, no. It, like, came out of nowhere. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, this situation is the worst and everyone is hurting. And it's literally. I just want things to be okay. I know. So I did not need to know that Lady Danbury fucked Violet's dad. I could have gone without it. That was so unnecessary. Yep. I mean, the only thing I will say, it has to come into play in the next season somehow. <sighs> Otherwise, it truly will be so pointless. But even if it does come into play next season, I honestly don't really care that much about Violet's now, like, sex drive that she wants to have sex. Like, I just don't care. And I I didn't need that side thing of, like, Danbury having sex with her dad. Like, it just felt, again, just unnecessary. Just so weird. And it's like, I don't care when George and Charlotte are literally having a crisis right now, okay? No, like, literally. let's go back to them. <laughs> yeah. I loved that Charlotte went to Buckingham House and was like, open the door and yep. untie the king. And she was just so powerful. And I was mm-hmm. like, this 
this is amazing like honestly so the power that she has but then also the gentleness that she um asserts when she when george Mm -hmm. finally stands up and is she's just holding him it's like, so beautiful it really but, is oh my god people people on tiktok have been so funny about this stuff because they're like they're literally feeding my delusions that like if a guy's not talking to me it's just because he's like afraid of how much he likes me and like he has stuff going on so he just needs me to like fight for him and like stand up for him and i'm like girly oh my god no, no but honestly it do be feeding our delusions i know because that's know. just not the reality Mm-mm. but doesn't make us think that a little yeah because like <laughs> george needed her like uh-huh. george needed her and she went to him and i just like ugh, oh it's yeah. right i know Ugh, it's right um but that's all that i have for episode five i know i did not take a lot of notes for this episode that's all right. We'll just move on to episode six. Okay. The final episode. A reunited Charlotte and George affirm their mutual love and Charlotte gives birth to a baby boy. Despite his high spirits, George is unable to appear before Parliament, leading to rumors that he is unfit to rule. Meanwhile, Agatha is subtly rebuffed by Lord Ledger and Princess Augusta is unyielding on the matter of succession. Charlotte and George successfully host a ball with the dual purpose of celebrating their son's birth and presenting George as a capable ruler. Adolphus proposes to Agatha, but unwilling to be trapped in another marriage, she rejects him. An accepting Charlotte tells Agatha that she will assist her with keeping the title. Now back in the present, Agatha subtly confirms Violet's suspicions that she had a liaison with Violet's father, and the two continue their friendship. Charlotte visits George to tell him that Princess Victoria is pregnant. The two lay together as they did in their youth. Sorry. (laughs) And I tell you, I was unwell. I was unwell during this episode. I was not okay. <laughs> so I saw spoilers on TikTok. Again, no, no, but the thing is, again, I this show wasn't on my list, so I didn't really mm-hmm. care that I saw spoilers. But when I watched the end of this episode, I was still bawling. Like, I knew yep. it was coming, and I still bawled my eyes out. It? Oh, I'm getting, like, chills, like, it is so depressing. Yeah. When I started the show, I did not expect. <laughs> I did not sign up for this. <laughs> I have no idea what this note is, but it looks kind of funny. It says, yeah, bitch, you have been dismissed. In quotes, not the king, it's the queen. Well, guess what? It's because she actually cares about George. I don't understand that. I don't understand either, right? but that I love it. Funny. I love it. Um, oh, this scene? Mm-hmm. Where they're in the conservatory and in quotes, she says, what I have not heard is that you don't love me. And then, is- and then she says, perhaps you stay away because you care for me. And then he said, I am a madman. I am a danger. I My heart was breaking this whole thing. And then it switches. And he's like, you bring a light. Like, I, And then just like the, I wish I had written down what he says. But he has something like, you're the heir. What does he fucking say? I have no clue, but I know Let what she says. Let me find it quick. I know what she says. Hold on. This, Bridgerton does such a good job at these declarations of love that they put, like, high expectations for me that are never going to come true. No, literally. Like, oh. Like, um, for season one, I burn for you. Season two, um, what does Andrew You're the say? object of all my... <laughs> 
Yes. Sections or you're the bane of my existence or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this, and, and then this is what he says. I found it. From the moment I watch you try to go over that wall, I have loved you desperately. I cannot breathe when you are not near. My heart calls for you. My heart calls Shut to you. Up. Shut. My the heart calls heck to you. My heart. No. You're joking. No. 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 I honestly. Honestly, like, the fact that they keep topping each other is no. insane because I love the whole, I burn for you. Yep. And then the whole, you're the object of my desires, the bait mm. of my existence, or whatever. And now my heart calls to you. I'm like, shut up. It's this crazy. Is fake. This is fake. No, it's, it's literally fake. fake. I, I think, too, though, we need to give credit to Charlotte mm-hmm. in this scene mm-hmm. because she just would not let it go. No, and she wouldn't. I love her passion because she mm-hmm. loves him so much and one of my favorite lines that she says is that she'll stand between the heavens and the earth for him and i'm like but that's what oh i mean God. we never get a woman being that yes. vulnerable and that just like this is how i feel yes now you know like i loved that so Me too. much i loved it so much and it was so fitting for her character yeah and what he needed because he was so scared to just let himself be happy because he didn't want to like affect her yeah. i can't even do that okay okay oh my god and then freaking right before she gave birth don't ask me why maybe it's because some, i'm just such a kid's person but like when he was like touching her belly and talking to the baby and he said hello little king i yeah perished perished <laughs> um wait who okay i hated princess augusta the whole time i thought she was such a bitch but then at one point they were trying to like all these men or whatever were trying to get her to say shit and she said i do not remember names i'm a female (laughs) i died i was like yeah that's when because she doesn't act like a stupid female all the time but that's when she's like okay i'm gonna play that card yeah you know can i rewind back to the birth scene Mm mm-hmm I love that George was like, move. Like, you want to say the archbishop? Yeah. 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 He's like, fucking Mm -hmm. move. And I don't know, the way that it's with you and kids, it's like me and support when he like (laughs) comes onto the bed and he like holds her hand. She's like, you can do this. Like, and he's just telling her a story, like, just like that shit killed me. That that shit killed me because I was like, all this time she's been strong. For you, and now you need to You're be strong, strong for her. Yep, I like could not. Yep, it's <laughs> it's okay. I will say, back in the present, when two of Queen Charlotte's kids came to her yes. saying, "Like you don't show compassion. You're a horrible mother. Do yeah. you know how many babies I've lost?" Like that scene was like so uncomfortable but so heartbreaking because like while we're getting this beautiful love story but also a love story that's so heartbreaking and now to say that she was not a good mother like it was just so conflicting and like yeah realistically we know that like how important it was to her to keep the line going because of like everything that george and her had gone through for them and like that was just like a heartbreaking scene to me um, I agree. I think it also, though, it was a really good scene for Queen Charlotte in the present. Because I feel like 
there are is no more character development for her but this show really showed me that like oh no queen charlotte her character arc is not done and i mm-hmm. loved that like this scene really challenged her to evaluate her after mm-hmm. all of these years like yep. i thought they did a really good job at that i thought so too i agree then we get like the whole parliament scene or whatever that broke my heart because he was so nervous and like whatever and then charlotte cheered him on and he was like okay i got this but then the minute he was alone like he just crumpled up and i really think like there are certain there's okay sorry another weird mental health thing there's this one diagnosis called Mm -hmm. brief psychotic disorder and it's something where like psychosis symptoms are brought on by like stress or a traumatic mm. event or something mm-hmm. like that. And so like a lot of things in the show kind of like reminded me of that because a lot of the yeah. times when like he would have these episodes was after something big, ha- big happened or yeah. when he was feeling trapped or whatever. So obviously I don't think that's exactly what it was because there are times it just kind of happened out of nowhere. But it just really made me think of it. And that was one of the specific times because like the minute he was alone and actually had to face everybody he like literally just like went into a ball seeing him in the carriage broke me it truly broke me as well and also like reynolds too like trying to open the door and just knowing like oh Mm -hmm. he's not going inside like he's not getting out of this carriage it just broke me because you have a responsibility as the king's Mm -hmm. man to do something but it's almost like he couldn't even do anything i know (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) And then I loved seeing the Queen and Brimsley's relationship in real life, like real time. Yeah. Like he said, I will continue to do so until my last breath to Mm -hmm. the Queen. Like he's just so loyal and so kind. And then she asked him like, oh, have you ever gotten married? Like whatever. And he was like, no, I did. Like that broke my heart knowing what we know about him and Reynolds. He's like, nope, I never got married. Like, what do you mean you never got married? <laughs> you don't have family? Like, literally. yeah. That shit broke I, me too. <laughs> I know. No, literally. Then we get our first scene of George and Charlotte under the bed. He's having one of the episodes and she's like trying to find George. And she finds him under the bed. And he says, the heavens can't find me under here. And then she's like, come out now. And he's like, I want to, but I can't. And then she joins him under there. That broke my heart. And like the fact that he said, I want to, but I can't. Like if that doesn't just encapsulate his whole struggle throughout this whole series, I don't know what does. I know, but also like Charlotte is just, again, so understanding. I I love her so much. She's just like, well, I'm going under the bed. Like it's not, it wasn't a question for her. And I just, the love that she has for George, like really really came through like it did it really did because then then george is saying there is no better there is no cure which broke my heart and then he said again you can leave me i would understand and i would let you go and and then he's (laughs) (laughs) and then she said together we are whole because and then she was telling him he was whole because he's half kind and half farmer just George yeah (laughs) okay skipping ahead again this whole proposal between Agatha and Charlotte's brother Prince Adolphus unnecessary I don't give a fuck yeah (laughs) okay then there's (laughs) there's this 
I have this note that says the fact their sex scene was in a montage. I hate it. LOL. I want the full thing. But that's just me. Wait, um, whose sex scene? There was a sex scene like kind of when a bunch of things were happening, like when Charlotte were, and George were having sex and like it was part you're of a right. montage. So we just yep, got little right. clips. I was like, I could do with like a full. Yeah. Scene. I mean, I'm due yeah. for one. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I saw. Okay, so my next three notes, okay? Okay. Gosh, them walking to see everyone at the ball scares me. OMG, I'm so nervous. Then I couldn't even type. I said, OMG, they're playing Bobati, get on me. Shut the fuck up. Bobati, <laughs> What? <laughs> what that translates to is, oh my God, they're playing Nobody Gets Me by SZA. Shut the fuck up. When I heard that song, me too. I burst into tears. I, they could not have chosen a more perfect Same! Song. Literally, like, liter- I was literally when the song came on, I was like, no, no, they did not pick this song. And I I was like singing along with it also while I was like teary eyed. Like, it was so perfect. I literally started singing along. I was like, yeah, what's left of you? How am I supposed to feel? I don't want to see you. <laughs> Anyone for me? Nobody <laughs> like you. Like song selection, <laughs> top tier. Even I would say even better than season two of Bridgerton. The the mm-hmm. song selection for this show was amazing. It was. It was next level. <laughs> and then they kissed at the end of the dance and it was yeah. just so pure because he was so happy to be there with her and it just showed that they could do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just unfucking necessary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I will always love you. Yeah. And we get the scene <laughs> of Brimsley and Reynolds dancing. But then it transitions to Brimsley dancing by himself. Jail. Oh. Immediate jail. <laughs> that was not nice. <laughs> that was so mean. Yeah. cannot say anything else about that because I literally can't handle it. But I will say when Brimsley was by himself and then the other guard comes down and sees him and Brimsley's like, get the fuck out. What are you doing here? He was like, oh, you gotta fuck off. I'm having my moment. But that's when I was like, are you seriously not gonna give us any closure on what the heck happened with them? Yeah. Like, I wanted more of them and less of Danbury and her old motherfucker and this other yeah. old motherfucker. Like, I'm done with the old motherfuckers. Give me Reynolds and Brimsley, please. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they should have had more weight in the show. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) So then switches back to the present where one of Queen Charlotte's sons and his wife come to Charlotte and they tell her she's going to have an heir who they're going to name Victoria. And then at first they're like, it's going to be a girl if that's okay. And then you could just see the joy in Charlotte's face. Uh-huh. And she was like, a strong queen is just what this country needs. And yes. like that, oh, it felt like such a good moment and yeah. like just so pure. Okay. 
back to the ball scene again. I just thought I loved seeing George in this scene because I feel like he was a little more carefree and just able to act like himself when he was like ordering Reynolds to drink some wine with him. And he was like, no, I can't do that. And then he tries to get Charlotte to drink with him. And she's like, I can't because I'm pregnant again, which damn again. I mean, well, I guess, but I like, mean, there's y'all still heavy be sex everywhere, everywhere. But yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Honestly, Literally. like, then we get to end. The- <laughs> you can't even say it. You can't even say it. Then we get to the end of the show. <laughs> we get to the end of the show, and we get the dual POVs just going back and forth of them. Well, Queen Charlotte goes in, in the present, Queen Charlotte goes in to tell King George, who really is kind of like full-time dealing with his illness now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Farmer George, Farmer George, like trying, because like George is very much still stuck in the past in the present. And she gets him like, come, come hide from the heavens with me. Come hide, like, <sighs> And her telling him that they're going to have an heir. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's, like, wonderful. And, like, and then, like, we get the flashback to the past. And then, like, she was like, just George, Farmer George. And then and then he says, you did not go over the wall. And she says, no, George, I did not go over the wall. I... I, I literally, me talking about the scene does not do it justice at all because the way that it flipped back and forth and it was just perfect, them laying next to each other. And like, I, it was one of, it, honestly, it was so heart-wrenching, mm-hmm. but I thought it was like the most perfect ending I could have asked for from this show. Like, I, I agree. it was perfect. I really thought, going into this scene i was like i'm gonna be strong because i know i have four minutes left in this show and i'm gonna be so strong mm-hmm. and they're just gonna go under the bed and farmer george whatever and they're gonna she's gonna she's gonna tell him that they're gonna have a grandchild I, what i'm gonna be so strong during this episode the second he said you did not go over the wall i like broke because yeah. i'm like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like how far he is on his illness the fact that he remembers that, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm literally fucking done. Like, that that broke me. And then there's this the whole thing, too, where it's like, like you said, it goes back and forth. And then I think, what does, um, what does she say? She said, no, George, I did not go over the wall. Yeah, but then he said something else, too. I don't know. I don't remember. Or something of like, oh, you're just, just George or whatever. Oh, no, no. She was like, he was like, thank you. That's what he said, right? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I was sobbing at this point. No, okay? literally, I don't think I caught anything after you did not go over the wall. Honestly, yeah. like I. <sighs> yeah. But that's it. Yeah. I overall, I love this show. I mean, we've said it a hundred times. We could have done less with the Violet and yeah. Lady Danbury shit. But overall, I thought it was so fantastic. And, like, again, we didn't need it. But, like, now that I have it, I'm so happy I do. Same. Yeah. Like, I I wasn't excited about it because I was like, oh, Charlotte, whatever. I don't, I don't really care. She's a minor character in Bridgerton. Whatever. 
I gotta say, she is like my favorite character out of the no, whole Bridgerton literally. universe. Like she is amazing. She is amazing. Like like I said earlier in the podcast, like just so well rounded, so yes. strong. Like I want to aspire to be that kind of person. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So, anyways, can't talk about anymore. Otherwise, I will cry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've but, done enough crying. No, enough crying today. Um, but, Selena, do you want to tell the listeners what our episode is for next week? Next week, Theoni and I will be casting Throne of Glass. Is that what we're doing? Oh, is that what we decided? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did we decide? Well, I wasn't sure if we were going to do our idea from last week that we were gonna do this week or if we're gonna do that i don't care i don't care either up to you let's cast throne of glass okay we're gonna cast throne of glass because we've casted akatar and Mm. honestly it's never really crossed my mind to cast throne of glass but i think Mm. it's because it's so untouchable for me like that Mm -hmm. show is so untouchable that i don't even want to get near it um but I'm excited because there's a lot of characters. There are a lot of characters. We'll have to make a list and make sure we're on the same page because yes. there's so many that I feel like I would yeah. have such a hard time like remembering all yep. of them. You I know? agree. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.